Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by my friend, Vance Morris from DeliverServiceNow.com. Vance spent 10 years working for the mouse at Walt Disney World in Florida. He was on the opening team of the Yacht and Beach Club Resorts. He was a nightclub manager at Pleasure Island, a service trainer aboard Empress Lily, and on the revitalization team of the Contemporary Resort. At the Contemporary, Vance got his crowning achievement, designing, opening, and operating Chef Mickey's, Disney's flagship character dining experience. Vance, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it, Seth. This will be fun. Absolutely. So in addition to all of that, Vance is also the best-selling author of Systematic Magic, Seven Magic Keys to Disneyfy Any Business, along with numerous other publications. Um, Vance, tell us how you got started at Disney. Oh man, that's a that's an easy story. I wish there was some like real crazy way that I got in there, but a buddy of mine who was um, a, uh, a college buddy ended up being a recruiter for Disney in the late 80s. Uh, I was looking for a change of scenery from Springfield, Massachusetts, which is pretty close to the armpit of the world. Um, and uh, can I say that? Yeah. Um, anyway. I can. All right. Uh, and I was like, look, you know, anything got going on down there? He says, yeah, we're hiring like crazy. Come on down. That was the interview. Um, and uh, so, yeah, um, got to be on the opening team of the Yacht and Beach Club Resort, which was, I mean, blown away by the magnitude that Disney goes through to get anything open, let alone an entire resort. Um, you know, great experience. And I've, I've taken that uh, entire 10 years that I spent there and packaged it up uh, now and bringing it around to uh, to other people. But yeah, I wish there was a more sexy story about how I got hooked up down there. That's all right. Whatever works. So in the book, you talk about the seven magic keys to Disney-fy your business. How can, and we're going to go through some of them. We obviously want people to get the book. Yep. Why should a small or regular business want to disney what they've got? Sure. That's a great question. And because a lot of people ask me all the time, it's like, look, I'm a dentist. I don't own roller coasters. I don't own a theme park. Why the heck do I want to copy what Disney does? And I kind of flipped that question around and says, well, no, you don't want to copy them, but you do want to try and find the things that they're doing and adapt them to your industry. Um, you know, 
I've defined Disneyfy as creating experiences out of the mundane because we all have mundane things that we have to do to get through the day um, and run our businesses. One of the key things, though, that separates, or the only thing really that separates the commodity businesses is the experience that uh, those businesses offer. So, I mean, if you think about it, a dentist is a dentist is a dentist. There's only a couple ways out there to clean teeth. Um, so what's gonna separate you from all those other dentists that are probably even in your building? It's gonna be the experience um, that you provide. I think that's the overarching principle that I, you know, that I talk about, that I teach, that I work with my private clients on is, all right, what in your background, what in your personality can you do or can we use to help market you and at the same time, create an experience for your guests or your patients. Absolutely. Disney is famous for their ability to deliver an extraordinary experience under insane conditions. What is a service manifesto and why is writing one so important? Well, just like anything else, you know, a manifesto is a written declaration of what you're all about. And this is not a mission statement because for all I care, those things are useless. Um, you know, Disney's got a mission statement, I'm sure. It's probably in a five-inch thick volume up on a podium, you know, in a vault somewhere. Um, you know, a lot of businesses have mission statements. You know, it's funny. I'll go and I'll talk to a private client on my first visit and I'll ask the receptionist. And I said, so, you know, what's your mission around here? And you can see them craning their necks to look at the poster behind me and try and read it to me. Um, and, you know, I'm like, no, 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 not, not your mission statement. What are you all about? Um, and so Disney, their mission is really simple. It's make people happy. That's it. Any minimum wage entry-level worker can wrap their heads around, make people happy. I mean, your mission has to be bigger than your job. Um, you know, so your job might be to sweep the streets, but your mission is to make people happy. And that's what drives the people at Disney. I use that in uh, some of my bricks and mortar businesses. I still own my carpet cleaning business. And yeah, we're there to clean carpet, but our mission is to create healthy homes. So if you see the difference, I don't have a Absolutely. mission statement. That you know? opens so, you up, obviously, to other lines of products or services that could support that. Exactly. And it's easy for my employees to wrap their head around it. They're like, oh, yeah, we're here to make the indoor air quality healthier. Easy enough. Absolutely. Now, at Chef Mickey's, you talked about how you had to get characters to thousands of patrons in very short periods of time while delivering everybody the experience of the selfie or whatever it was that they wanted. Yeah. Talk a little bit about how the heck you were, what those numbers look like and how you were able to pull that off. You know, they, it, to this day, I, I, I'm still amazed that we did it. And they, and actually, just a few years ago, they added another 50 seats to the restaurant. Um, but in the beginning, uh, when we were designing uh, the service program for Chef Mickey's, we knew that we had about 400 seats. And we knew that the main thing was to get Mickey Mouse through all 400 seats and make it feel like an experience that it was personalized that, you know, Mickey actually cared, um, do the autographs, do the pictures and move on. Well, that's no mean feat, even in an hour, but we only had 43 minutes to do it. And the reason we only had 43 minutes is if any of your listeners have ever worked in a restaurant, 
they know that a table for two typically dines quicker than a table for six. So in our case, two people, 43 minutes, they were in and out of there. If they didn't see the mouse, they were not happy. Um, or they sat there and waited for the mouse to come by, thereby taking up the table that somebody else could have been sitting at. So that, those were our marching orders. Great time, mouse through restaurant in 43 minutes or less. Well, we knew we couldn't just create, you know, just come up with this and say, okay, well, we're going to do this. We got each and every department to contribute to that overall plan. So we went to the bus boys and we said, all right, bus boys, we need to get the mouse through in 43 minutes. What can you do to speed up the, the level of service? And they're like, well, right now we've got a sugar boat, a salt shaker, a pepper shaker, um, and another little condiment thing on the table. We have to take all of that stuff off before we can clean the table. If we had it all in one basket, all we'd have to do is move one thing. So that, that's an example of, so we like shaved, I don't know, four seconds off. But if you multiply that by, you know, 100 tables in the restaurant, it's a lot of time. I, you're going to love this one, Seth. I got the, uh, we were in an executive meeting, and one of the things that always slowed down service was somebody getting sick in the restaurant. Now, think about what Chef Mickey's is. It is an all-you-can-eat buffet with an all-you-can-eat dessert component that goes along with it, soft-serve ice cream being one of them. I mean, kids would just go right, they'd skip the broccoli and the chicken, and they go right for the soft-serve. Well, you know, after three or four bowls and being out in the sun all day, they ain't feeling too good. So inevitably, at least once or twice a week, somebody's letting loose all over the carpet. Well, if one of the restaurant workers had to take care of that, they are taking time away from their mission, which is to get the mouse through in 43 minutes. So I said to the executive housekeeper, I'm like, Paul, you guys are experts at cleaning, right? Wink, wink. He goes, yeah, where are you going with this? I said, well, look, you know, our mission is to get the mouse through the restaurant in 43 minutes. Can your housekeeping department help me out by any time we have a, you know, a, a barf accident, can somebody come up and clean it up for us? And he kind of looked at me like I was an idiot, but my boss was sitting next to me and I already pre-told him what was going on. And he, and he's, he looked, okay, yes, we'll do it. So, you know, we had a special hotline, you know, code brown up in Chef Mickey's. Uh, you know, we'd lay a little table, a napkin over the spot so nobody would, you know, get in it. Um, and all of our employees were able to just go about their jobs and housekeeping came up to clean it up. So, yeah, I mean, there are all sorts of creative ways to create experiences and make them feel like they're a real experience. Um, the key thing, though, there is get your employees involved they have better answers than if just managers had come up with all this stuff. Um, and I think that's really key is just, you know, don't discount and you get better buy-in from your employees as well. If they feel that they're a part of the creation. How does like a local business that you're talking about that doesn't necessarily going to plan out every inch of their experience, how do they apply the overarching principles to become the type of dentistry practice or financial services practice or retail that people talk about, that people tell everybody about, that becomes enormously more successful than the average? How do they do, what are some of the things they can do in that department without giving away the store? We want them to go get sure. the Yeah, of course. You know, one of the easiest things to do is look at each touch point 
um, where you have an interaction with a prospect or an interaction with a client. And look at what you're doing currently at that touch point. So let's say it's greeting um, a client when they walk into your office and you got Martha behind the desk. Um, okay, so what does that look like right now? And have Martha describe it, maybe, you know, put a camera out, record a few clients coming in, and then look at it and do what Disney, Walt Disney, called plussing. How do you improve it? How do you make it better? How do you make it an experience? So most likely, you know, they are, you know, Martha is probably sitting behind a fortress of a desk. You can see the top of her head. Um, she probably doesn't stand up. Uh, she probably can't even see you over the desk. So, and she probably only says, you know, hi there, how can I help you? Well, let's turn that into an experience because that could be the first time that the client or prospects ever dealt with your company. So when you hear the door open up, have Martha stand. Even better, have Martha come around the side of the counter um, so that it's, a, you know, pre-COVID or whenever right. handshakes come back in, um, you know, but go around, welcome the client to the office, ask if they would like either a cold or a hot beverage, um, welcome them, ask them to have a seat, et cetera. That's, uh, that's creating an experience out of something that's mundane and you're feeling welcoming. I mean, that's what Walt wanted with the parks. He goes, look, this is our home. We're welcoming guests into our home. How do you wanna be welcomed when you go into somebody else's house? So you get that around it. And you know, any, even websites, you know, online retailers, you know, just think about your website as your environment. You know, what are the roadblocks? What are the friction points um, that you need to eliminate in order to get to the sale? That makes a ton of sense. You have a formula in the book. QEE <laughs> plus QCE plus QBP times DRM equals PF. What mm -hmm. does that stand for and how do we use it? That is really the success formula, uh, PF. Uh, being a profitable future. So the beginning part of that, the QEE, that has to come first. It's a quality employee experience. If your employees aren't having a great experience, there is no way they are going to deliver a great experience to the next part of that, which is QCE, which is quality client experience. So you got to take care of the employees first so that they can deliver what you want to have delivered. QBP is quality business practices. All of the things, the nuts and bolts, the processes, the procedures, the OJTs, all the stuff that makes your business run. So you have those three things and then you multiply it by what you and I subscribe to, which is direct response marketing or DRM, um, which is really for small businesses should be the only kind of marketing that they're doing. Um, and if you do those four things, you can't help but have profitable future. Let's say that we get the book, we're inspired, we want to Disneyfy our business, uh, but we want to take it further than that. How do companies work with you to come bring the Disney magic to their organization? Sure, and there's a, a bunch of ways. Uh, one that I thoroughly enjoy is taking businesses or business groups actually down to Walt Disney World in Orlando, where we do a three-day fully immersive boot camp, um, which is one, it's a lot of fun. Two, it's very impactful because we'll spend some time in the classroom where uh, we'll go over the strategies and then we go out into the theme parks and see those strategies in action. So it's really putting the two things together. 
Um, you know, we, we've got some great receptions. I actually have some buddies uh, that still work there that are now senior managers. Uh, one's a general manager of half of Epcot Center. We bring them to a reception and you can do Q&A with them. There's, you know, there's no scripts or anything. It's just a mix and mingle thing. Um, so it's a really cool package, three to four days um, for, you know, either a business group or just an individual office. Um, you know, if that's kind of way over the top for you, um, you know, I do have uh, private clients where I can do essentially the same boot camp in your office. We just subtract the going to Disney part. Um, and then for those that, you know, just are bootstrapping it, I've got a, uh, you know, my ultimate client experience uh, through Systematic Magic, which is a uh, online um, and hard copy uh, course. Awesome. What do you like best about what you're doing? Man, I get to meet the most incredible people. Um, you know, my my mission really is to fix a million businesses um, before I retire and really have them delivering, you know, that level of service. I'll tell you, I was in Australia uh, two years ago uh, working with a group of physical therapists and the energy and emotion that they had, that they wanted to separate themselves from everybody else I mean, you just, you, you can't create that kind of stuff. I mean, it just comes from their heart. And it's really, really satisfying for me when you look at somebody and you can see that they get it. You know, they just got that look, you know, it's not that glassed over look, but I mean, they get it. Um, to me, that's, that's extremely gratifying. With all the success that you've achieved and you've helped your clients with, what's your biggest challenge now? Biggest challenge now really is, um, you know, continuing to do um, what I do with, uh, you know, with small businesses. I mean, the the big hurdle, I think a lot of times is people don't realize that they're mediocre. They don't realize that they're a commodity and they don't realize that there is so much enormous potential in their business uh, through providing these experiences. Because once you provide the experiences, you have tremendous price elasticity. And just getting over the hump getting the owner, getting the executive over that hump of realizing, hey, you know, yeah, we might be good, but why shouldn't we be great? So getting people to think that through, really the biggest challenge I have, because you just can't walk up to somebody and say, hey, by the way, your, your service sucks, hire me. Uh, you know, it's just, that doesn't work that way. sales bitch. Yeah, you know. Who inspires you? Who do you look to to plug into to help get your business to the next level to get to help those million businesses? Sure. You know, I think for any, any of your listeners, if they're not in a mastermind group, find one and get in it. Whether you pay to get in it or whether or not, having a little mini board of directors to help guide you is, I mean, it's paramount. I mean, it should be like the top thing you're doing. Just get out of your business for, you know, half a day a month and hang out with, you know, a few other business owners and work through your business. Work on it, not in it, as, you know, as people say. Obviously, you and I are both Dan Kennedy um, uh, fans. I don't even know if that's disciples. the right word. Followers, disciples, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, aside from his direct response marketing knowledge, the man's business knowledge is, is just amazing. Um, and so listening to him, talking with him, uh, really gets me, uh, really gets me inspired. Awesome. For our listeners and viewers who want to learn more about how to Disneyfy their business and all things Vance Morris, where's the best place for them to go? 
Sure. Best place to start is the website, deliverservicenow.com. Um, you can, can I tell them a secret on how they can get a free book? Of course that you can. All right. So if you go to deliverservicenow.com and uh, there's a, a quick download, uh, uh, it's kind of the Cliff Notes version of the book. Uh, it's a nice little blueprint. Uh, once you download that, you'll be asked if you want to get the book for free, just pay, uh, I think it's like seven bucks shipping and handling. So sells for $19.95 on Amazon. You can get it for free from me uh, and just pay for shipping. So uh, deliverservicenow.com would be the best place to start. All right. Well, this has been Seth Green with Vance Morris of Deliver Service Now. Vance, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, great, Seth. I appreciate it. It was great to see you. Likewise. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening, and we'll see or talk to you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.